It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team and our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Brent Strom, Astros pitching coach. And uh, you're always a, a busy man, Stromy, but especially busy of late with uh, the acquisitions that the Astros made on Wednesday and most of the acquisitions pitchers and two starting pitchers that are now in the rotation, Aaron Sanchez, who's going today, Zach Greinke, who's going to make his Astros debut on Tuesday. First of all, just watching these guys from afar, I'm sure you already had kind of an idea of, of what they bring to the table, or, and I imagine you're pretty excited to, to work with them and also work with uh, Joe Biagini as well. Yeah, you know, Robert, I, uh, I'm much more familiar with Greinke, but my relationship with Greinke is from afar. He does, uh, I mentioned it to him one time years ago, but uh, I utilize Greinke, Maddox, Clemens, uh, you know, guys that have had longevity and have great control when I deal when I deal in clinics. So I have uh, a huge cadre of information video on on, on Zach uh, from all every stop that he's had. So I'm familiar with the delivery. What I am not familiar with is the man himself. Mm-hmm. So I need to to learn that uh, as we go. As far as Sanchez, I've always been uh, uh, aware of this young man and his abilities, especially back in 2015 or in that era, in that time. When he, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, was one of the better pitchers in the American League, we're very lucky to have both. Obviously, I can't emphasize that enough. It, it, uh, it just adds to our other otherwise very strong pitching staff, and so I'm excited. And Biagini is a guy that I've watched before that has great potential, and I think, I think with what the Astros have to offer in terms of their. Uh, uh, of their analytics and the uh, the stuff that we we bring to the table, uh, you know, I, I think we'll be able to help them, but they'll also be able to help us. Um, the meeting we had yesterday with uh, Sanchez, we we met briefly with Zach. Uh, Zach was asking us questions that uh, before we even had answers and mm-hmm. the questions that we would ask him. So he's very analytically minded and wants the information as does Sanchez. Uh, Bia Jeannie will have our meeting today. Uh, the big thing is we don't want to overload anybody right now, and, and we're just going to let it play out. Yeah, I'd imagine that was the other thing I was going to bring up because, you know, the Astros are as analytically inclined as they are and have a reputation for really helping out pitchers who, who have pitched other places and who get over to Houston. But I'd have to imagine at least at least initially you, you probably don't want to overload guys and you don't want to you don't want them to give them too much information before you've even really seen them uh, pitch a game. Uh, it's That's very, very true. We want the young men. You know, they, they're here for a reason. We saw something in them. Uh, in a guy like Sanchez, for example, that we, we, we see something in him. It's, it's similar to what we did with Colin McHugh when we, uh, when we brought Colin over from the uh, Rockies, the Mets, mm-hmm. uh, and saw spin rates and saw uh, uh, be able to spin the curveball and things like that. So uh, we'll see how tonight plays out. I'm excited to see this young man pitch. I, they all seem very excited to be here. I mean, who wouldn't be with the atmosphere last night? Full 
full house uh, and, uh, and the team that they have behind him. So uh, it's going to be an exciting night tonight, and I'm also looking forward to Tuesday. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to learn a lot from both of them. And the Astros, you look at what the, the starting pitching has been able to do over the last few weeks. It's been quite a role, and uh, obviously the new additions will help. But you think about a guy like Garrett Cole and what he's been able to do. Even last night against Seattle, we've seen him have games where he's had better stuff. We've seen him have games where he's had a lot more strikeouts. But, I mean, you look up, one run over seven innings. Yeah, I think you're referring to the game in Cleveland, our last ball game in Cleveland, uh, that Garrett, uh, yeah, it wasn't his best outing. I mean, he... Uh, he scuffled a little bit with the slider, the location of the slider, and mm-hmm. uh, and this is a good ball club that he was facing in Cleveland. Uh, I know Puig, for example, has been kind of a thorn in his side through his time in the National League Central. So uh, Puig hit him a couple balls hard off him, uh, but he hung in there, and I cannot say enough. And to Cole's credit, he went to Springer and he went to Reddick, and, and he was very thankful for the plays mm-hmm. that they made, uh, saving him a couple runs, throwing people out at the plate. But that's what this team does. You know, it's... Uh, as Bregman said, hey, we, we picked you up tonight. You've picked us up countless times. Bregman makes an error. Cole takes it upon himself to uh, pop up the next guy or punch out the next guy so the run doesn't score. Uh, Reddick and uh, Springer with the catches and the throws, uh, Maldonado. Uh, so it was a team effort, and that's what this team has done all year. And, I mean, that's what you see on good teams, right, where guys, it's this is expectation. Everybody's going to try and pick everybody up. There's, you know, there's there, there isn't just one hero. Exactly right. You know, one, on any given night, somebody can step up. You saw last night six home runs by six different players. I yeah. mean, you don't see that very often, and uh, and Bregman wasn't even included in that little grouping. Uh, and he's leading our team in home runs, I believe. So, right. Um, the one thing, one gripe I have is I, I got to believe this stack cast is wrong. That ball that Alvarez hit is more than 427 <laughs> feet. If it's 404 to the base of the wall, and he, I'm looking at right now at that Budweiser sign up there to the left of it, that's got to be more than 427. That's that USC education, right? Well, it, it's some bad, faulty math, I think. <laughs> Brent Strom, Astros pitching coach. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. The Astros with a 3 to nothing lead. Top of the fourth inning is Wade Miley on the mound facing Austin Nola. First pitch catches the outside corner, and we're pleased to be joined by Astros Hall of Famer Larry Durker. Dirk, thanks for being here, man. Well, it's my pleasure. The you know, you're way- down there in the suite, bring back a lot of memories. You know what? You know so many facets of this game that it's just so cool. It, Robert and I were talking about it just last week. Is if anybody embodies this organization more than you, then we can't think of any of them. Here's a pop up to center field as Marisnik comes in for it, makes the catch, and there's one away. Well, uh, longevity records is what you might call them. That's what Gene Elson used to tell me. Now he's being honored, too, which is great. He was here in the booth from the inception for so right. many years. But he said, they're not real records. You know, you just were here longer than anybody else. But <laughs> now, you know, with shutouts and, and complete games, the what you're seeing now, they might stay up there for a while. That's right. Yeah. One out for Domingo Santana misses. Look, Dirk, what was that like uh, pitching in a major league game at at 18, did you know any different? Well, you know, it was. I can't say that I was uh, terrified or even really afraid, but I can say that I didn't have any touch whatsoever. I couldn't throw a curveball or a changeup warming up. I could throw a slider and a fastball, <laughs> which is about what I did. I, it's really hard to remember. Really? Uh, but. But you anything you, you can imagine if it were you and what you would have felt like, and that's probably the way it was for me. I would have been intimidated. And, and I don't think, I mean, looking at the numbers, I don't think you were intimidated. That pitch misses downstairs, and it's a walk to Domingo Santana. What happened to me is that uh, 
the hitters made some outs. And I think it had good enough stuff that I really didn't, I wasn't able to pitch corners and start on the first pitch trying to hit a corner. But I had movement, you know, and I had good breaking stuff. So if I could get an account where they didn't know it was coming, you know, I gave up home runs. I gave up big innings. I showed inexperience. I let anybody could steal on me. But after three or four years, I had experience. Yeah. First pitch to Daniel Vogelback misses. So the Astros lead three to nothing. One out runner on first base with Miley on the mound. And, of course, you transitioned after your playing career to broadcasting and then wound up managing. And what was that transition like for you? Did you know near the end of your career that you wanted to go into broadcasting? No. No idea. I thought I might like it. Uh-huh. Um, and when they offered me a job in ticket sales, I said, have you got any openings in broadcasting? So really, I was aware how, of it. That's how that happened. There's a pop-up to center field. Marisnik will camp underneath He'll probably miss one. it. Oh, he got it. <laughs> <laughs> you still have a career in this. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, there's two away for Beckham. So you thought broadcasting might be a little more interesting than ticket sales. Well, I was a, uh, I was an English major. You know, I signed out of high school, but I, I did college in the off seasons. Uh -huh. I took English. I took speech. Uh, I like doing interviews, so I thought, well, you know, maybe. Did you, did you maybe pay attention to the broadcast uh, when you were uh, in baseball? I was, in, I was in in Los Angeles listening to Vince Scully. Ah. You know, and then I was with Gene Nelson and, and Milo Hamilton. I, I was around a lot of good broadcasters. In fact, the year I was with St. Louis, I listened to Jack Buck a lot. Here's the first pitch to Beckham, and it misses low and in. It's 1-0. and So you get in the booth for the, you know, the first time. You put on that headset, the first chance you get to do play-by-play, -play, because I know that can be tricky because that's not something you, you, get, you were trained to do. No, that was more terrifying than going out there on my 18th birthday <laughs> and pitching. I had been pitching all my life, but uh, when they said you're going to have a couple innings of play-by-play, -play, I, I liked having the challenge, yeah. but right. I wasn't overconfident. Uh -huh. the, the thing that I, I say about that is you almost have to have the personality to know you're going to get embarrassed. Yeah. You know what? I mean, I think some people that have maybe a little bit more pride couldn't handle it because you're going to get embarrassed. There's a fly ball to left center field. This is a long run for Marisnik, and he gets there on the track and makes the catch <laughs> for out number three. Stay for another half, will you? Yeah, okay. 7-8-9 for the Astros here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Three to nothing lead for Houston. Aledmiz Diaz will lead things off. Had an infield single, came around to score back in the second. Kikuchi still on the mound. The lefty delivers. The first pitch misses outside. We're still here with Larry Durker, the, the Hall of Famer, the Astros Hall of Famer. When they called you about that and being uh, elected to the Astros Hall of Fame, that had to be a nice feeling, Dirk. Well, it was a great feeling for me that we this have a Hall of Fame now. This one's popped up into shallow left field and that's put away by the shortstop Crawford for out number one. He didn't miss that by much. You know, this, this guy's a nice player. He's a pretty he good, is. Pretty good uh, replacement for Marlon Gonzalez. That's exactly yeah. right. You know, that's what they were hoping for when they got him. But just the fact that the Astros were going to have a Hall of Fame made you feel good, right? Yeah, because, you know, we've been in business for a long time now, since 1962. That's almost half of baseball history. Yeah. And we've had a lot of expansion teams come after us. So I feel like we're mature enough as a franchise, they have a real Hall of Fame with a lot of great players. Yep. Kikuchi delivers the first pitch to Maldonado, and it's an off-speed pitch, misses high. So you heard from Mike Acosta. Who'd you hear from? Reed Ryan? Reed, Reed. first. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, then we 
we had a meeting and talked about it. And, uh, we've talked about after this. 1-0 pitch is driven pretty deep. Right field going back. Malik Smith. It's gone. Maldonado. Opposite field. Home run. And the Astros lead 4 to nothing. I don't remember that opposite field power. Me neither. We didn't remember that from Robinson Chirinos either before he got to the Astros. And he said a few that way. And now Maldonado going the other way. Yeah, we're going to make him run a little more than the Cubs did. <laughs> <laughs> For every home run, Daniels Jewelers gives listeners one free team bracelet so you can represent Houston proudly. Just go to any Daniels Jewelers location and mention home run. Four to nothing Astros. Here's Marisnik. Marisnik with a two-run homer back in the second. That was his ninth home run of the season. Kikuchi kicks and delivers, and this one's a high shot to center. It's in play. Moping in, Keon Broxton waits on it, makes the catch, and there's two outs. So you pitched during the year of the pitcher in 1968. The, the year 2019, a, a little different with all the balls that have been flying out yeah, of the Yeah, it's a lot different. You know, and I don't think anybody can really compare players accurately throughout the generations. I think it's very easy to generalize that the athletes are better because in every sport, you know, the, the running times get faster, the swimming times get faster, right. the athletes get bigger and stronger. Just figure out ways to but get better. But to say what would Willie Mays have done if he were playing today, it's hard to say. Yeah. I know he would have been good, but I don't know if he would have stood out as much as he did. Here's Springer. First pitch curveball catches the outside corner, strike one. And guys, your generation, especially early in your career, you, you guys had to have jobs in the offseason, right? Yeah. You couldn't train year-round. Well, you know, I, I probably would have been the number one if there had been a draft, so they gave me some money, uh, and it was enough that I went to school during the offseason. So you didn't have to work? No, and I didn't want to either. <laughs> hey, did you go to school enough to be able to finish your degree? Not quite. Yeah, that's awesome. One ball and one strike to Springer. Astros up forward and nothing. Bottom of the fourth, talking to Dirk. Here's the pitch. And it's a strike inside corner, one and two. All right, first day as a manager, you walk into the clubhouse, you got all those stars in there, a lot of good players. Uh, what was your feeling like that going into the clubhouse? I felt good about the team, but the best story about that day is I thought I was prepared for everything, and I got out. Don't hit this pitch. Put two out low. <laughs> I got out. Joe West was the umpire, and he said, okay, Dirk, uh, what are the ground rules? It was the one thing, the one thing that I didn't know. Was that spring training or regular season? No, the regular the season regular game season. against the Braves. Okay. Bobby Cox was out there. <laughs> That's funny. 2-2 Two -two to Springer, and he drives this one. Right center field going back. Smith, and it's over his head. A one-hopper off the wall. Springer digging for second. He's going to go for three. They missed the cutoff. He slides in. Safe. A triple for Springer. And he could smell that triple as soon as he saw that ball hop past Smith after it hit the wall. It was kind of in front of him as he was running to second. He could see out of the corner of his eye and could kind of measure whether or not he was going to be able to get there. And as soon as they missed the cutoff, that was all she wrote. You don't like to uh, take a big gamble to try to get to third with two outs. But... I always thought getting to third with two outs was important because there's enough pass balls and there's enough errors that you might score where you couldn't have scored from second. And you take a few more risks when you have a four to nothing lead, don't you? Absolutely. So two outs, George on third. Astros with four runs on eight hits. 
And Altuve comes to the plate, and now home plate umpire jogs toward the Astros' dugout. Jeff Nielsen having a conversation with A.J. Hinch. You know what's really neat about these um, Hall of Fame and Alumni Weekends? Yeah. It's the children. Oh. You get up there in, in, in the booth, and you, it's fun telling old stories with the players you played with or the ones you watch. But when they come up and they ask, you know, will you sign this for my child? Uh, or this is Larry Durker. I played with him. Yeah, or, you could tell a story about their dad. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, that, the, I never would have thought kids, about that. For, yeah. the, for the families, it's, it's almost more than for the players. That's cool. Altuve's 0 for 2. He's licking his chops. Here's the pitch. And it misses outside. It's an interesting take you have on that, being able to share some stories you know, about I, somebody's father. I haven't father. really thought too much about Don Wilson, but his picture's on the door of the suite. Mm -hmm. And uh, I met his daughter yeah. in there, and I hadn't seen her. I mean, Don was gone. He, he passed away in around 70, 71 or 2. Right. Somewhere, you know, halfway or maybe less than halfway through what his career would have been. 1-0 is uh -oh. ripped on the field. That's got a chance. Out of here. Altuve. A blast to left field with a vapor trail. Doing damage with two outs. Altuve <laughs> <laughs> saying, don't take chances on the bases. We're going to have a, a pitching conference now. Astros lead six to nothing. And thanks to that Altuve home run going beyond limits, beyond limits, artificial intelligence will donate $500 to the Astros Foundation. And a lucky fan on the first row out there. Can't believe she got a home run for Altuve. Getting into those Lantry's Crawford boxes. Pitchers were shaking in their boots about that when this ballpark first opened, right? They were. Uh, the thing that finally turned the corner for us was Roy Oswalt because all of the pitchers that were veteran pitchers that came over from the Astrodome freaked out. But when Roy came up from AAA, he had never had the luxury of pitching in the Astrodome. Oh, he pitched in some small minor league parks, and he just pitched the way he normally pitched, which is the only way you can pitch. You can't yeah. pitch different because you're in a home run park. You just hope to win 8-5 to five or yeah. Six to three if you can. Just like he was pitching in Weir, Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> Astros, six runs on nine hits with a six to nothing lead. Bottom of the fourth. Here's Brantley. Here's the first pitch. And he takes a strike. I always like Dirk after a couple of home runs here at Minute Maid Park. You see a little cloud in left field after the fireworks. Oh, yeah. As it hovers. It's, yep. it's just like taunting the other team out there. <laughs> It's an 0-1 count. How uh, how much do you keep up with the Astros these days, Dirk? Uh, I keep up with them enough to have a working knowledge. There's a ground I ball. don't watch every single game. The ground ball to the right side. Second baseman's got it. Throws out Brantley for the third out. Okay, well, you guys. I know it's going to be hard, but I've got to go. You got the Astros. <laughs> right. You got the Astros three runs. Thanks for joining us. Good Congratulations. All right. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team and our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to Astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS.